Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. everyone. I am so excited and grateful to be back in your presence again on this Wednesday. The feedback from this podcast and all of you who are out in the world listening, choosing to work this into your day somehow has been phenomenal. I cannot thank you enough for that feedback and um, asking questions and really in diving into what it is that that's lighting you up or intriguing you about this, because that helps me continue to bring in people like Cindy, who is with me today. And we're going to talk about money. This has been something that I have found tremendously intriguing my entire life listening to other people, hearing what they have to say, feeling what happens in my own body when I have money in my hand or when you have a credit card or you're choosing to pay for something that feels completely effortless in comparison to choosing to something, choosing to pay for something that feels, I don't know, different in your body. It has more of maybe a shakiness or something unsettled. And, and we're going to unpack that today. So Cindy has been uh, alongside my journey for, gosh, I am not even clear um, right now, a good, would you say solid six or so years? Yes. Yeah. And um, we have had a blast going through um, how we met was going through our clarity coaching experience and and learning more about those tools, which we've shared a bit about Uh, and where her zone of genius genius is and brilliance is in money. And it really is what she has taught me is so much more about our belief system, how we're feeling about this whole entire process. So I have spoken about this before, what we focus on expands, and we're going to dive into the juicy part about money today. So Cindy, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out of your valuable life and day to spend time with us. Go ahead and um, share a little bit about who you are and what you're up to. Thank you for having me, Jen. Uh, Well, I love talking about money. I've been in this industry for a very long time. And I can tell you within five minutes of talking with a new client, I can tell you where they are with their money. And if they talk of money as though it's a struggle, it probably is. And if they talk of money as though it's easy, it probably is. And so it's interesting in working with people um, and really helping them understand what it is that they want. Because we all think we want a lot of money, but really, what are you really, what are you, what are you really wanting? And that's why I do planning, because that's a formula and it gets you at, you know, whatever their goals are, whether it's retirement, children's education, uh, buying a second home, whatever it is. And so with money, it's just helping people to get in touch with who they are, really right down to their core values, if possible, and then helping them understand 
what really, what feeling are they looking for in that when they say they want security? Well, what is security? Helping them get in touch with, with what does that feel like? And it, uh, it's interesting because when people really know who they are and they have a good understanding of their values, it's easier to make money decisions. Mm-hmm. I love it. So what came into our conversation early on was definitely this conversation and discussion of the feeling and the energetics of money and values. So can you elaborate a little bit for all of us as to what that means to you, how we can really begin to, what is that? What is it that somebody, we, we think that we want money. I know that when I set out on my entrepreneurial journey, I was like, oh, sweet. When I hit a hundred thousand dollars, it's going to be X, Y, or Z or making up the story in my head, but really is that feeling in our body of what that's going to create or what, what we're going to create with that or at that chapter of our life. And every time I've achieved some financial mark, it has always been and felt completely different than what I anticipated in my mind. So I just love this conversation. Right. Well, money is interesting because uh, we have some concept in our heads of what we think it should look like. But when people get in touch with, and I keep coming back to this, but when they get in touch with who they really are, and we start with values, and values are interesting because a lot of people will go, when you ask them their three core values, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. It's uh, integrity, family, and world peace. You're like, those are great values. But is that really what you deeply value? And when you drill down into what you really value, what you as an individual really value, it's, it's almost visceral, the reaction. And you know you've landed on it. And if you build your world around that, again, it will make money decisions a lot easier. And it will also help you determine what it is you're really desiring, what it is you're really up to. I can give you an example. Um, when I worked at a wirehouse many years ago, uh, people would come to us and by law, we had to ask them five questions. And we'd ask them questions and then we'd go off and make them money, hopefully more money. But I can tell you that we were wrong as often as we were right. And we didn't really know what their goals were. They just wanted more money. And so I switched into financial planning to help people really, it's a formula, get the variables that go into this formula to help them get to where they want to go and then helping them get in touch with what is that goal and what is that value to you to help them understand it's really not about money. It's, it's I mean, money's great, don't get me wrong, but it's really about what do you, what do you desire and what does it feel like for you? So as an example, maybe, you're, maybe your core value is creativity or maybe it's uh, flexibility, or maybe it's uh, security, or, but get in touch with what does that mean to have that? And when you do that, it's just, it makes it more fun, to be honest. What are your core values? <laughs> well, I just gave you two of them. Uh, creativity, uh, connection. I used to use relatedness, but that really isn't a word, but relatedness, connection, and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I have built my life around that. And um, very happy about it. So, yeah, I can testify that it works. Yes, yes, yes. 
Uh, I remember when I had a handful of things that I wanted to offload and or work on removing debt. So I think that that's something else. One, our choice of words and our tension around it, I think could be a whole nother dynamic of conversation that we jump into. But um, you you were so helpful in, in supporting me in the process of that feeling and that sensation. Like, what will that bring me? It would be, bring more freedom and it would bring more ability to have time for connection and like helping with some of those energy leaks of the, the amount of time that I'm spending thinking about these other things. And when I got really clear on the intention of what I wanted and how I could see and choose to work on, maybe it's one thing, but it was, I, I, for some reason chose three at that time, you helped me narrow down what would be three steps that I could take to get this energy in motion, to really start to play with that feeling in my body. And it is completely over and over and over again, this, the, the feeling that you're, that we're looking for. And I know for myself that connection and quality time is so important. And that vibrational frequency that I feel when I get to receive that as well as give it is magical as bar none, as far as so many of the other experiences in life. So how do we get to, we get to line that up when it comes to our relationship with money. That was really helpful for me too. At one point was listening to people talk about like, what is your relationship with it? How are you speaking to money each day? Is it of these scarcity and or lack words and conversation or wanting something from it in exchange? Or is it, is it this, is it a beautiful exchange of, of love and, and what does that energy look like for you? Um, but yeah, I'm forever grateful for the experience of really getting to embrace the feeling and, and transitioning that as my focus when it comes to money and money being seen as an energy when it was probably about similar time when I heard or read something, or maybe before that helped me anchor it in, in a new and different way, which is that we as humans have emotion with money. Money itself doesn't have any emotion. So we tie ourselves to these stories or beliefs that we have around it. Exactly. And it was interesting because it was 08 when we had the financial crisis that the company I'm with came to me and asked me if I'd like to be part of uh, bringing a new designation to the financial community, a behavioral financial advisor, which at the time people were like, what, are you going to be my therapist? But what's coming out about behavior, and uh, uh, Richard Thaler wrote the book Nudge, and I believe he won a Nobel Prize for that in uh, 2017. But uh, it was about human behavior and around just our human behavior and around money especially. And money is interesting. And when, when we when went through this training that they put us through, one of the things that we learned is the impact that we actually physically have on our thoughts. And not to get too far into the weeds, but as an example, your prefrontal cortex, which is the crown jewel of being a human being, makes up about 40% of our brain. The closest is the grade eight, it's 17%. And it's where we do our creativity, our logic, our problem solving, all of that. And if you get yourself excited enough, if you get the, the adrenaline really going through your body and you get your excited self so much so that your liver secretes cortisol, it goes to the prefrontal cortex and cuts it off. And then you're left with fight, flight, or freeze. 
And as an example, in the financial world, if you equate your identity to what the bottom line is of your financial statement, and in 08, 09, we were down 60% in some cases. You people had big reactions to that. And you end up doing things that you wouldn't otherwise do. And I think we've all been there, not just around money, maybe fight with your spouse or your kids, and we're doing things like, why, this isn't me. So it's interesting. And helping people understand that um, was very beneficial. And it kind of, from there, it kind of grew in helping people really understand that the, how the brain works and how the brain will seek whatever it is you're, it's looking, what you think you're looking for. And if you're looking for debt, you're going to find debt. Uh, if you're looking for security and ways to move yourself forward, you will find that. So it's, it's fun to help people understand that about themselves and use some of the tools, some of the tools that, that you've taught me um, and how just to be more aware of where you are and your thinking and the thoughts that you're having. Yeah. Yeah. The, the physiology of what is really going on behind these thoughts and with these thoughts, I guess it's not even really behind the thoughts, right? It's, it's in, in, it's a synchronistic dance all at once is putting that boomerang out into the world of more of what we don't want or more of what we do want. And I unfortunately have seen up until now, I, I'm choosing to spend my time around a lot of people who are thinking differently. So I'm grateful for that. And there's a strong portion of this world that is preconditioning us and or really focusing on the lack, focusing on scarcity, focusing on all the things that aren't working. I'm not saying that we're going to bury our head in the sand and not acknowledge or notice that this is happening, but how do we take micro steps into this possibility of what if? How do we co-sign with the universe of abundance and get to walk out our door? Cindy lives in um, northern Seattle area and your yard, like I just got chills through my whole entire body. It, it just exudes abundance. Like there's so much abundance in your, the beauty of your yard and nature and what you're creating and co-creating with the universe as far as that goes. And I see it in mountains. I see it when we go to the ocean. Like I feel humbled in moments like that when I sit in the awe of all the things that we have pre presented to us in this world. And there is this other um, process that we're working to unravel, which is this limiting belief system of I'm not even good enough to receive this money or be in this vibrational frequency to, to dance with money in a new and different way. Right. Exactly. And the way the words that we use, and again, this isn't, uh, this is really crossing over into the science, the world of science, but the words that we use are really important because our mind, or especially our unconscious mind, is constantly listening to the words that we use. And all it wants to do is to go out and find evidence to support your beliefs and perceptions. So, and the good news is, the really good news is, one of the quickest things we can do as human beings is change our mind. And we can only hold one thought at a time, although it's a million thoughts going, but there's only one at a time. And so if you take that idea of you can only hold one thought at a time and you kind of corral the energy or the desire that you're up to, I mean, it, it, gratitude is a wonderful example because the, the chemical makeup of gratitude and what it fills our body with is 
it's just it's, it's awe-inspiring what, what can come from that. And so it's great. So the, it's, it's a practice. It isn't one and done. But firing those synapses so that when you get that desire and that feeling of gratitude or whatever it is you're up to in a positive way, you're going to create more of that. That's just how it works. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a specialist in that area, so I can't really get into the science of it. But I can tell you that it, it definitely works. And it, again, it's a practice. And so getting in touch with, and we, I like to help our clients kind of get in touch with really what it is that they're up to in life. Not just making a big pile of money, but what are they really up to? And then going after that as much as anything. And it's, it's, uh, it's rewarding for everybody. Yeah. The alignment comes when we get clear on, on or clearer, put those puzzle pieces together on, on what we really desire for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So a couple um, thoughts are like, really, what would be um, a few exercises or examples of things that you could give people uh, that would be um, how to focus on this more energetic piece or the feeling of fulfillment that we're looking to achieve? Well, there's two things. One, from a financial planning point of view, you really want to know your numbers. You know, don't hide from your numbers, know your numbers, just be clean about it, be clear about it and begin there. Um, and then going through that exercise will be for most people, it's an eye opener. Um, but then the, the other thing that you can do that maybe sounds, forgive me, but woo woo, whatever, but it really isn't, is to really practice gratitude. We all have so much to be grateful for, so much. And just getting in the habit of being grateful for all that we have. I mean, our eyes, our ears, our legs, all of it, the shelter that we have, the food that we eat, the people that are in our lives, all we have so, so much. And the more you focus on what you're grateful for, the more the mind will bring that in. It's kind of curious how it works. What I, I, uh, I challenge anybody to do it just for a weekend, just the whole weekend. Anytime you start to go down some wonky road of whatever it is, judgment or not enough mentality, stop and just go to gratitude. Just go to gratitude just for a few seconds. And every time you see, feel yourself going into that lack mode, back it up with gratitude. I promise you, you'll feel different by the end of the weekend. Yeah. And, and write in, let us know, leave comments, let us know how that gratitude weekend goes for you and where you get stuck or where you feel like you're continuing to create more momentum around it. That was one of the key pieces of shifting my mind into, I was so focused and preconditioned to focus on what didn't work every day. Cindy observed a lot of it in my journey of focusing on things in my marriage, focusing on things in, in my business that I had created at that moment in time when we met one another. And really, truly, like what we focus on expands it is just so true. So when we're able to flip that script and focus on the gratitude, focus on the fact that we can, majority of us can get up out of bed and we have two wakes, like that is that's a tremendous gift. And if you don't have two legs, we still have a heart that's beating. That's having us here, right? Just, just being 
and tapping into that, that essence and energy is, is tremendously powerful. Um, and something else that might be helpful is to set a, a timer on your phone and, and have that check-in of how am I feeling right now? Or is there a moment, can I throw out five gratitudes to re-pattern ourselves in the moment of, of not thinking about it? Or, or how do we, how do we create a routine that is checking in more with ourselves? How do we wake up in the morning and play a playlist or song list that makes us come alive and feel good in our body. Like the more we do that throughout the day, the more we learn how to align that with money. Um, You can have fun with it too. I mean, one of the things that I like to do is every time I come upon a red light when I'm driving, I go, I go, okay, I'm going to gratitude. (laughs) So it just, it's a, it's something you want to continually reinforce. It's a practice. And the more we do it, you know, the, the, like you said, the way we, the way we speak and the way we see things, the, the way we speak of things is how they're going to show up, whether it's people or if it's our money, whatever it is, the way we speak of it and think of it is how it's going to show up. So we, that's what we want to alter. Yeah. And another piece that was pretty interesting for me today and in a couple conversations that were coming through is someone, um, I was, I was in a meeting this morning and they dropped their kiddos off at a summer camp and a family, I, I would, I was working to make it as um, nondescript as possible, but a person, um, an entity donated $11 million to really like something they believed in. They wanted to make this camp more beautiful, more abundant, right? More aligned with what they wanted to offer for these kids. And I found it so interesting for if we hear a story about money that is of grace and abundance and like this beautiful thing, we can also hear this story through the lens of preconditioned beliefs of if that money came from so-and-so, it would mean X, Y, or Z. Instead of, oh my goodness, this is such a beautiful opportunity and look at how many people are getting to receive something from all of this. And that person was able to receive a a massive gratitude for being able to give that type of money. So are there any pieces that you can help us unfold or unravel in, in something like this? I just, I found it so interesting this morning of, unfortunately, fortunately, this, this day and age with politics, with money, with the stock market going up and down, there's a lot of fear in our environment, but when we can unravel these beliefs or systems around what something means, then I feel like we can really tap into the essence of good and love and abundance for all. Exactly. And um, again, I, I go back to the, the better you know yourself and, and really what you're up to in life, what it is that you bring to the table and you understand your boundaries and you have your values and you can come to the world. And it's something that you teach in your coaching that holding your field the more you know yourself, the more you can hold that field and you become more resilient because we are bombarded with uh, news and information that is not great. And it's, it's difficult to live in that and not become too tangled up in it. So just really being, knowing who you are and separating yourself from that and holding your field, as you like to say, is, yeah, I think is key. And it's a, again, it's a practice. 
Yeah. Yeah. And something else that came through too, in this, this process of untangling or seeing life through a different lens and think of this in, in every arena, like, like Cindy was saying earlier of, it could be with your spouse. It could be with your children. It could be with your employer at work. It could be with your employees that you're managing. So if we have, we have our lens and our perspective looking through our eyes I could see a pile of cash and have a whole story as to, I, I just begin to, as a human, start making a story about that. Whereas we have our phone and our camera and we take a picture with it and the phone has no emotion. Neither does the money have any emotion, right? It's just a physical form of two things that are existing in this world. And so how can we look through life with a different lens? How can we look through life with, with more of a, a loving kindness and a generosity towards ourselves and towards others? What can we do to encourage you to take time out of your, your day and figure out what do you really want? Who, who are you really? What has been that essence that has been with you ever since you were little? The one that, the, the, the Cindy, the Jen, the whomever that has consistently shown up time and time again through the rough patches, through the highs, through all the lows, that is who we get to connect with. That is going to provide us with the most answers. Exactly. Exactly. So true. Yeah. Um, is there, you mentioned a book earlier, are there any other books or resources or, or anything that we can, that comes to mind before we um, end our time today that you'd like to share? Well, um, what I will say about money is my industry's done a really good job of making, managing money seem very mysterious and convoluted. I'm here to tell you it is not. It's very straightforward. And I apologize, I don't have any off the top, but I can get you some book, names of books that just to understand how things work. And I mean, if you hire a plumber, you don't want to really know all the tools of the plumber, but to get an idea of kind of what they do. And in the financial world, I personally love educating people on how money works because it isn't that difficult. And it's really knowing what you're dealing with. It's a, it's a formula, the money going in and the money going out. And then you just plug in, you know, if you've got goals out there, how, what do you need to make that happen? And you, it's just, it's a very simple math formula. So just know your money. Um, and then as far as the different instruments that you can use as investments, unless you're, you've got like millions of dollars, it's also very, very straightforward. Very, and it's easy to build. It becomes, uh, the words of Warren Buffett, who's 91 years old now, but still rings true, is that it becomes exponential. It just isn't a math where compounding interest, how that works. And it's magical. And the younger, the sooner you start, the younger you are, the better. But no matter what, wherever you are, begin there. That's that's where you are, and uh, it 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 happens every single time. I can tell you, in the years I've been doing this, every client has gotten to their goals and efficiently. And you know, we've gone through some rough markets. We're in one now, uh, and when we're in them, we always think that they're unprecedented. And it's different, this time is different somehow, but I, I don't think so. And we, we have always come out of them and we'll come out of this one too. So to start, let's start with knowing who you are and know your, and know your money, what's coming in, what are you working with and go from there. 
And is there there um, an exercise or something that you could walk folks through on how to um, build more trust within themselves during times of a down market or um, what they could do to make this time different? Well, that's kind of the beauty. Of, I guess it sounds like a little commercial here, but this this is the beauty of financial planning. Because if you do financial planning, you you have it positioned so that your risk is long term, and you knew going in that because the markets don't go always go up and they don't always go down. We're going to have ups and downs, but if your risk is taken long term, then you know you can write it out. So whatever needs you may have short term, you that money is more liquid. It's 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 positioned so it's more conservative. So you don't have to dip into it when the market's down, take it out of the market, and then not be there for when the market comes back up. Because in that case, you will lose it. If you take it out and it can't go come back up, it's gone. That's why you want to leave your long-term money, let it ride the course, uh, rebalance and re-optimize. And oftentimes in a down market, you can make more money than you can in an up market, which is interesting. But repositioning and just looking at the overall asset classes and how you might be able to work with them to to rebalance somehow and take advantage of what's going on so it's 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 pretty straightforward but um i hope that helps yeah that's awesome um the last two pieces um that i'd love to hear your take on and what i would also love to do with you is create um a, a downloadable PDF for everybody that is money mantras that they could work on. So new statements to start to rewire their brain and create more flow. Two areas that I, um, two people that were influential in my journey um, was Jen Sincero, who wrote a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And it helped me begin and continue to, with people like you, really re- rewire that story. Like, well, wait, what, is, what am I even thinking? And how can I catch my thought in that process? And then where and how can I recreate something new and different from it? Um, and then Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, I had declarations and or mantras. And so they recommend to put your hand over your heart and say the following. And I highly encourage you. So whether it's our mantras that you download and, and, and play with and have fun with or Millionaire Mind or Jen's or there's a gazillion out in the world, um, figure out what really resonates the most with you. And some things may not feel real in the moment, but you're choosing, we're choosing to rewire. We're choosing to step in and see these in a new and different way. Some of the things that I wrote down earlier are even, um, I am open to receive abundance in all areas of my life. I am choosing to live a life of distinction. I am choosing to align my thoughts that um, are with thoughts that empower me. I am rewriting my money mindset and uh, supporting my brain and attracting and aligning myself with more of what I really truly desire in this life. So play with that as you um, have time after tapping into this podcast with us. But um, is there anything else that you want to add there that came up for you, Cindy, before we close? No, my personal favorites is I, I use gratitude a lot. And one of my personal favorites is I am so grateful I have all the money I desire for all that my heart desires. And, you know, see where that goes. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And that it's really, truly aligned with you and that that works. Right. And the other thing that I um, really love to think about, too, is we don't have just enough oxygen in this planet. We don't have just enough water. Some places do. We are tremendously blessed to be where we are um, coming to you from this this point in the world. But um, we I, I think oxygen is, is a beautiful one. And really, when you think of that, we can do the same with money. We can have way more than we can even imagine. And we're not just having enough. We're not having enough for that next breath or that next meal or whatever it is. And even those who have hundreds of billions of dollars are still looking for more creative ways to tap in. And that's the essence of it is how do we become more creative with what we're doing and more aligned with what we're doing so that we can be happy. Because I've reached moments in my life, and I'm sure you have, Cindy, where a number sounds great, but it's really, that's not the part that's bringing the fulfillment. And I want to be happy every day. Exactly. It rarely is. The guy who wants the Ferrari seldom is it an individual that can appreciate all the engineering and everything that went into that Ferrari. They're usually looking for a feeling. So get in touch with what is the feeling that you're really up to. That's what will make the difference. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, we will put Cindy's um, website if you want to reach out to her, ask more questions. We'll have um, the document for you to download as well for money mantras and money mindset, a couple of the resources for you in the show notes and look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, Cindy, so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others to find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.